So do you want to hear a story about the um, the guy that has the voice the, the same as Russ? Okay, well, as in intro part two, you mean? So not only does he sound like Russ, but uh, uh, David, this is for you again. Oh, there's a bit of a buzz there. What's that? I swear that's not my anus. No, because that go. was everyone's immediate. You, you can you yeah. can swear it, but we do not believe. And we you. do not believe you. Um, now I think so. Not only nice. does he sound like you audibly, he actually he actually said something that I just thought to myself, that is such a Russ thing to say. He said to <laughs> me, "Some bollocks about mini eggs." You know, it? he said to me, "Yeah, they only get sold at Easter." <laughs> oh wait, they're in every shop all the time <laughs> in January. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think it's though. They're genuinely not. They are available no. in January. They're available between Christmas and Easter. So half the year. <laughs> yeah. no, about a third of the year. So basically... I didn't, I didn't say they're like... So basically for the whole eggs. retail cycle. <laughs> so basically the all the time. <laughs> they're mini eggs all year round. Anyway, he, I said to him, uh, did you have a good weekend? And he went, I think so, in a sarcastic tone. And I was like, that is so Russ. <laughs> So Russ, he's even talking. He's even saying exactly what you would say in that situation. Hello and welcome to the Tinder's podcast. It works, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing someone doing bigger as a robot. Yeah. There's lots of well-timed thrusting. We're going with this then, yeah? We're just listening to this now. Yeah. So where shall I come in and talk? <laughs> I'm going to start again, right? About yeah. the two minutes, 20 seconds, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Nah, left it too long. Left it too left long. Left too long? No, I didn't think we did. Left it, no, left no, it no, no. I think it's good. I think it's good. You need to be within the first few seconds. Three, two, one, go. Hello and welcome to the... Yeah, okay, so that's good. I'll do that. Yeah, you do that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, let's... Okay. Hello and welcome to the two months time. He's watching down going three, two, one like an excited puppet. Do you have to restart that every time you say something? I want to go home at some point tonight. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You are listening to us coming live to you from the fuck bunker. To my left, as ever, it is Russ. Bonjour. To my right, as ever, it is Dan. Hello. And the very sexy rose between two sexy, sexy thorns. It's Tom. Hello. I'm very excited. We're very excited. And of course, the fact that we're listening to Invisible Touch by Phil Collins probably means that there's something quite exciting coming. We are doing... Naturally. Searching questions! Yay! Yay! I was about to say, it's Yay, probably, Lois! It's probably been a year since we've done this, and then I looked, it's been September was when we last did this. September? So it's yeah. not been many years since we've been doing this whole thing. No, no, and this is this is searching questions number six, I believe. That is a whole is lot it? of bullshit. Yeah. 
That's a whole lot of bullshit. Mm. Yeah, no, well, that's a whole lot of us redefining um, a lot of fandoms and uh, universes. That's right. So as we always say, if your specialist subject, you know, the one that you regularly contribute to the wiki for, comes up, if we say something and we come to a conclusion, then it's pretty much safe to update the wiki. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I I think last... this. Every time we do this, we have to explain what searching questions is because it's not immediately obvious. Yes. So I think you um, have a good definition for them. So when you watch a film, TV show, play a game, read a comic, anything, and you've got a little question that just bugs you just that little bit, but you don't really want to say out loud because you become one of those, actually, I think you're fine types. That's what we deal with in By the way, I'm, questions. I'm also looking forward to saying that at least once this oh, episode. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, actually, Dan. Because guaranteed at some point someone will take it too seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We've had yes. that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. We had a discussion on here about Energon once. <laughs> oh, my God. The uh, reproductive system for Transformers is yes. widely disputed. I think there are two schools to that. Yeah, but thought. let's not go down that route again. No. 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 So why don't we kick this off with a question? I know you both of you have a pad. I have nothing, but I do have questions. Okay, I've got a few questions. Well, let's kick them off. I don't mind, Russ. No, go for it, go for it. Okay. I always start, though. I feel bad. Well, fine. Russ, start. No, I'm okay. down to start. All right, Dan, I you want start. him to feel bad about it. <laughs> Should we be concerned about Scooby the Scooby gang um, riding around, catching criminals, and I say that in inverted commas, Catching paedophiles, really, weren't they? Are they, though? <laughs> or are they, just, are they just framing people and getting away with a ton of crimes? Um, and also, if you are a vigilante, and this is a vigilante group, let's, let's not beat around the bush here, they're not, they're not uh, an arm of the law, they're not, uh, they're not on the police payroll, they are just going around doing their own thing, basically. Catching caretakers. Catching caretakers in masks. Um... Maybe don't have a van called the Mystery Machine that is 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 in fairly gaudy colours, uh, the Mystery Machine. So uh, should we be concerned about the Scooby Gang and and how they catch criminals? So you think there might actually be like some sort of right wing extremists who are just going around framing people that they don't like the politics of? I think they might be given a little bit too much leeway by um, the police, basically. Do like local law enforcement personnel ever appear in Scooby-Doo episodes? They I, pop up at the end, don't mm. they, to arrest the caretaker? Yeah. So they let these guys oh, do all the work. That's what they do. And then they just go, <laughs> case closed. Are they consulting detectives, do you, do you suppose? You'd hope so, but they, they strike me. I'm surely they're teenagers. That's the feeling I get in... in the... I mean, I've, I've got a big problem yeah. with any law enforcement agency that... Uh, to be fair, though, every single one of their crimes mm. boils down... To some dick in a mask running around who yeah. eventually always goes and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Which implies that they're young. Which implies that they're young. Mm. But also I mean, they must be like fifteen, aren't they? They're not that young. They're driving. Well they're sixteen then. Yeah. They're, they're not like there should not, definitely be You some don't sort get your talking dog to you twenty one. Parental supervision going on. Yeah. And and then the the guy in the mask always runs after them and they do that whole running into running into doors and you know out again and like running you know there's all that sort of inappropriate touching and all that kind of stuff mm. it is concerning i do think it's concerning it's like basically the law enforcement although to be fair if, if the, 
I think the cops are in on it. I think the cops are sitting there going, the guy that used to own the theme park is in there dressed mm. as a skeleton. Um, this is pretty much their specialty. A skeleton, by the a way. A skeleton, yeah. yeah. Sure. They just want to help. Just let them go in. Yeah. Do you not think, though, as soon as they get like some kind of inspection, go, well, you, you know, your crime rate's amazing. You've caught this many criminals. They all say they're innocent, though. I mean, what's what's your method? How, how are you catching these criminals? Sending in a bunch of teenagers in a van. Yeah. A bunch of horny teenagers with a talking dog. It's basically entrapment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you, can you um, send us one of them? Yeah, bring in Shaggy. Wow. He reeks of weed. What's going on here? Why are you sending this guy in? I mean, he's never very much use, really, is he? No. No, excuse that. That cable noises. is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. So the Scooby Gang, yeah, yeah, they're basically a uh, highly adv- basically they're like Chris Hansen. <laughs> if Chris Hansen was but, four teenagers in a van with a dog, mm-hmm. but why are they allowed to do this? Why are the police not coming down on them for this? This is this is surely not something that teenagers should be allowed to go and do. Well, is this a case of sort of the police? You know, they're they're willing to turn a blind eye because these kids they'll go in and. Let's face it, they'll rough the caretaker up a bit. Yeah. They might, you know, he might accidentally fall down the stairs. He might bump into a few doors on the way to getting arrested. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they'll tell the officer, oh, yeah, he, uh, he tripped, Gov. Hmm. And they'll believe, they'll believe, they'll, they'll, they'll believe him. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that definitely it's something's up. Like, it feels like the maybe they're all like dirty cops. I mean, they travel across the country, don't they? Though this is not like in a like a particular like, local thing, is it? No, I genuinely believe it's like as soon as as soon as someone goes a bit mental, yeah. and starts running around dressed as a ghost or a ghoul or something like that, it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, they the the police service. I mean, I think they're a federal. I think they're like a federal kind mm, of like a sort of rapid response unit. Yeah, or a Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we just want to help. <laughs> Oh, well, you can help. There's, there's a guy running around. And maybe the cops are in on it. Maybe they go, oh, don't worry. We'll put him away for a long time. And then they all pat each other on the back and say, we made those kids day. Yeah. We made them feel like law enforcers. Even that high guy. No one ever mentions the talking dog either. Ruby, Ruby, do. No, no. Or Scrappy, do. Yeah. Well, it's a good job. <laughs> let me at him. Let me at him. Scrappy is a dick. Scrappy, the Scrappy Doo is a dick, and also was brilliantly pastiched in um, Family Guy as Scrappy Brian, <laughs> <laughs> who gets eaten by a squirrel. I think it is. Or something. <laughs> I think he's killed by. I can't remember what he's killed by, but yeah. I just think they're a bunch of dicks. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. I like. I don't think I'm a fan of Scooby Doo in general. Like, I think if I watched it now, I'd be very disappointed. I, rem- I remember finding it quite tedious as yeah. a kid because they are basically all the same. Yes. And the person what did it is always the one character who is not one of the main gang. And the thing with that is you always want it to be an actual ghost in those shows. And it's a cartoon. There's nothing stopping it being a ghost. There's nothing stopping the Scooby gang going in and being like, oh, cool. It was actually a ghost this time. Excellent. But old man Peters hasn't been seen since 1973. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He yeah. can still be in there. It must be a real ghost. And the thing is that in those episodes, like the, the ghost or the monster will always appear looking like a ghost or a monster. Yeah. And then and then suddenly they'll just be like, ah, well, that glow that we saw, which looked really good and ethereal like a minute ago, is obviously just... <laughs> you know, had a torch down your trousers. It, yeah, it's just semen stains under a blacklight. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just dip, dip their hand in it. See? It's just semen. It's coming off. 
old man Peter's <laughs> waving the black light around as he runs naked and just yeah. like a, a glow in the dark lawn sprinkler. <laughs> yeah. Just woo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get, get, get all that, did you? Yeah, I'm a bit sidetracked, sorry. Yeah. Hear all that, did you? Yeah, got it all. Yep, heard oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Is there 100%. something NFL related happening? Tonight? Yeah, no, nothing NFL related is fine. Um okay, then I mean that answers it really. I think they're dicks. So yeah, I agree. Fair dues. Yeah. Ross. Uh, right, what to go with first? <clears throat> so, keeping on the theme of uh, of law enforcement, we all think we'd make pretty good action movie detectives. Yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah, obviously. So, if you had your, so you've just graduated from police academy, the police academy. Oh, the actual police academy, as in the movie. As it just, yeah, as in as in all movie. I, I assume that all cops in all movies went to police academy. Hmm. Um, so you've just graduated, and because you're such an ace cop, the commissioner of all police has given you your choice of duties. Yeah. So you can be assigned to any fictional police precinct from any movie or TV or game or anything you like. Yeah. Which one would you? Uh, which Ooh. one would you go for? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Hmm. So you're going to have to think about where, what city you're going to be working in. Might yeah. Be a city. What sort of resources are you going to have access to? What sort of crimes are you going to be fighting? Who's your partner could possibly be? And most importantly, what black captain are you going to have? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to work in the police precinct uh, from the other guys with Alan and Terry. (laughs) And I want to be able to shout at least once, I'm a peacock captain! You've got to let me fly! And I want to work for Captain Gene. Nice. Um, it's not Captain Gene. It's just Captain. Twenty one Jump Street with Ice Cube as my captain. Twenty twenty one or twenty two Jump Street. Possibly twenty two Jump Street. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Look at this place, Korean Jesus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, possibly either twenty one or twenty two. I'm not that fussy about it, but either one would be good with Ice Cube as my captain. I am just remembering yeah. the bit when. Yeah. Ice Cube realizes He's, that Jonah Hill fucked his daughter. Yeah. It's Channing Tatum's <laughs> Channing reaction. Tatum's like, tick 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 tick. Ding! <laughs> I love those films. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> it's like the best thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> those films are sneaky hilarious. Yeah, I was thinking the other day about like films, like recent films that I found yeah. genuinely hilarious, and I completely forgot about them. But they are really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. The one that I found genuinely hilarious was the was that one I told you about set of Christmas in the office building with Jennifer Aniston. Um, office Christmas party. Office Christmas party yeah. was so unexpectedly funny mm. with oh. Kate Kate McGinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate McGinn. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Fucking hilarious. Literally turns around and just like someone just goes, "Oh my god, this is really exciting." She's like, "To be honest, I've been farting this whole time." <laughs> that was <laughs> me and Jolie didn't expect it. To be funny I don't think anyone expected all. that film to be funny. That was tag with me as well. So yeah, like unexpectedly, like it'd been panned and just yeah, it was, it was it really was funny. Really yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. yeah, just John Hamm is sneaky hilarious as well. For that matter, while we're at it, I'm sorry, what is sneaky hilarious? I don't know. It's it's an NFL. John, John, John Hamm is just he's sneaky just strength. hilarious. He's yeah. like he is yeah. in everything apart from Mad Men. Yeah, he's pretty much always hilarious. Yes, I'm gonna go to Saddle Row and buy some suits. Yeah, <laughs> can, can I come? Can I come? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I think I think obviously there's Brooklyn Nine Nine as a potential training spot as well. True. To 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 walk in and see Hitchcock and Scully sitting there. Oh, that's a good one. And then obviously Terry eating yogurt. Yogurt. Uh, are we sorry? Are we American? This is the guy who's into American football saying that. Terry loves yogurt. Okay, I'm going to say yogurt though. Um, oh, so damn it, you know Terry loves love. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, um, Captain, what's his face to walk in? Captain Holt, Holt, Holt to walk in. Yeah, but I, you'd you'd want to be part of the precinct. You'd want to be like a valued member. You know, like the extra member. I mean, if in Brooklyn Nine Nine, I would I would want to be a like the uh, the the other member. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'll be, you'll be just be talking de- about all You're going to be on me. the detective squad. You've you've been yeah. Pre- yeah. You're, you're you're straight to detective. You're not a sergeant yet, but you probably will be within a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. you're you're like fast tracking. So you're not. You're so amazing that you're skipping years of being a patrol officer. But like Jake likes me and we're really good friends and Charles likes me and like they love me like they love everyone else. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all I want. <laughs> I just yeah. want to be held. I just want to be held by them. I want I want Captain Holt to have sort of fatherly conversations with me. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Parole. <laughs> Terry, Terry to pick you up every now and then. Yes. I love how none yeah. of us well, I mean, I don't want Russ, what's your choice? So I mean I was thinking Brooklyn Nine Nine would be a pretty pretty sweet posting. Um also, I was thinking the uh, the what's it called San San Andreneno or whatever it is from Demolition Man <laughs> because you get a high tech car and there's no real dangerous crime to deal with. Well, until um, and, until Wesley Snipes turned up. What's but, his name in that again? Oh, like something utterly ridiculous. What was he called in that? Here. I thought it was on there. He's on there, isn't he? There he is. Simon, Simon Phoenix. Phoenix? <laughs> Fine. Simon? Simon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like... There's nothing wrong with the name Simon, by the way, to people listening, but it's, it's just like, not... It's like, it just doesn't partner naturally with Phoenix. It's like Terence Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that can be pretty sweet. Partner up with Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yeah. 90s yeah. Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. yeah. And drive a... Uh, <laughs> A car that shoots foam out whenever it's going to crash. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the only thing shooting foam out. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey-o>! <laughs> oh, God. It's happened again. Yeah. Uh, but you'd have to get, you'd have to learn how to use those three seashells things. Yeah. Get, a, yeah. get a few cloths. Yeah. Uh, or <laughs> the uh, the police precinct from Last Action Hero would be pretty good as well. That would be. Because they have an actual cartoon cat working mm. there. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Would it be cool to be a Blade Runner? No. I don't think... It doesn't look very cool in the film. Like but they, you get to be all cyberpunky. You do get to be all cyberpunky. With Void Camp machines and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, Retiring he, Blade He doesn't Runner. seem like the happiest mm. sort of chap, does he? No. What about... Because, right, this is the thing. I know that in the Star Wars universe, you have Imperial law and Imperial yeah. rule. Mm. Do they have local police? I, uh, this is the point at which the the fandom wiki authors are going. Uh, yes, yes, I think you'll find, and they're called the. the, 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 the. So there's people wanking themselves furious at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there of, must be some sort of. You're kind of just making something up to be in the Star Wars universe, though. It feels like I'm just asking because mm. I know that I mean, there must there must be some sort of vessel. there must be some sort of police, and whether that's like is it at a planetary level, but do they they must be working to imperial law out there idea i wouldn't mind being in the police force in uh, chicago in the blues brothers 
just for that giant chase. Yeah. Just to be part of that chase. There must have been, like, if yeah. that was real, yeah. so many cops have been like, I'm nowhere near the action, but I'm fucking crashing this car. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've yeah. always wanted to do this. I'm just going to drive through that window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not Robocop, I think that's fair to say. Pretty grim. Yeah, pretty grim. Yeah. What about being a judge? Yeah, that thought crossed my mind as well. I yeah. Get pretty Yeah, Megacity's not. Megacity, yeah. uh, that is a very sort of grim dark future to be yeah. in. And in the grim dark, in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. So yeah. Well, that's where that expression came from, isn't it? What is it? Yeah. I thought it was just a forty k thing. No, it is, it is a forty. But they, yeah, they invented the the phrase grim dark, didn't they? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is now, Sorry, now yeah. applied to various other things. Mm. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay, nerds. Being <laughs> a uh, what are they called? What in forty k? The arbites. Uh, yeah, the arbites. Yeah. yeah, you don't. No. You don't want to be. You don't want to be in that world. No, definitely not. not you fun. don't want to be one of the um, inquisitor. Inquisitor. Is that the being inquisition? Being being an inquisitor could be quite cool because you're basically like given free reign. The worst of the worst mm. dirty cops. You can yeah. just, you can just literally do whatever you want as long as you think it was a good idea. Then it was fine. There's so many that are like tainted by chaos as well, aren't there? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever played the um, the video game Space Marine? Uh, yes. Uh, which what the um which the one? third person shooter? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Brilliant. It's played by Mark Strong. Mm. The um, he's yeah. perfect for that. He's got he, right he looks like a space fucking marine. brilliant. He does look. Like a space it's marine. a great game. And he gets ends up getting taken, even though he saves he saves the day and stuff like that. He ends up getting taken away by just cars. Mm. Is that that's the one where you're an ultramarine, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. You're a blue one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not just cars. You're a smurf. Just cars. Well, I know what an ultramarine is. The Inquisitors. Yeah. Inquisitors. Yeah. Just cars are Mass Effect. Yeah. Um. Nerd. Blue boobies. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> any more? Any more for any more? But I, I mean, I think I'm sticking with my twenty-one, twenty-two Jump Street. That is, that's pretty good. Yeah. I. I, I'm probably going to have to change my. I think yeah. I, I originally the precinct for the other guys, yeah. but actually I just cannot resist being a member of the nine nine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's that's nine nine. nine 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 yeah. nine nine. Tom, you're part of it too. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. <laughs> you're just in the I background. love you, Jake. <laughs> just uh, Captain come Hall. running from the logo. Did you do the nine nine thing? Oh mm. no, oh. still again. Damn it. Oh. Don't worry, we're going to do it for you, Tom, because we love you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I love did, you most, Tom. Just I did see a mildly <laughs> interesting fact about New York police precincts, which right. I might have talked about here already, so feel free to stop me. Mm. But so, so there is no 99th precinct. Um, oh. Because you can, if you're doing a New York cop thing, mm. you can call yourself the NYPD. I think you do have to like pay them a bit mm. of licensing money. But they won't let you use the number of any real precincts oh. in case you get in case basically in case you attract nutters. Yeah. So whenever you hear a precinct number mentioned, there's not actually a precinct of that number. What, so even when they mention the other precinct numbers in... Yeah, none, none of the ones they mentioned, like the 8-4 eight, the eight and the 8-2, yeah, yeah. none of them are real numbers. Because a lot of precincts that close down, mm. so there's a lot of numbers that are like blank yeah. in the thing. So there is no 99th precinct. Yeah. Now, yeah. You know. yeah. now we know. 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 I think the now exterior shots are yeah. of a, like a, we know. a disused... Like a closed now down precinct that's yeah. now used as a filming location. Now so you'll see the same building in other shot in other TV shows. Now nice. we know. Mm-hmm. Tom. So is after Mass Effect 3, Commander Shepard has survived. Okay. Okay. And he's now decided to open. So your Shepard, you've decided to open a shop on the Citadel, mm-hmm. which will become your favourite store. Hey. hey. You have to choose two. Of the party members from all the games to open that business with. 
Mm. And you've and okay, so the business I think we need to decide on. Yeah, sure. Because they'll they'll sort of that'll dictate. Okay, that'll yeah. dictate. So I think it should be. I think it should be a carpet shop. <laughs> nice. Okay. They d- there's not many carpets in Mass Effect. It's all shiny floors. No. There you go. Market you, niche. Yeah. And I think that you want to kind of make you want you want something that will make the room pop. So yeah. you got to think about: Are these people going to be good business partners? Are they going to be good salespeople? Yeah. Who's going to be the face of the organization? Is Shepard going to be a silent party? These are the things mm. I'm talking about. So that's what I'm talking about. Like who, what two party members mm. are you going to open this? Because you usually have two with you anyway. So why the fuck not? So it's, it's from Mass Effect, any of the Mass Effect games. Any of the Mass Effect games. So let's... So it's got to be party members. If this is after Mass people. Effect 3, what ending did your Shepard go for? So it, the, the one where he canonically dis- actually survives, which is Destroy. So, so after the red juice goes everywhere. Everyone's been sprayed with red. Yeah. Okay. When everyone's gone red. Okay. So so the Citadel's been rebuilt, and mm. as part of it, you've decided, I'm going to, you know, I'm Shepard, I'm going to open, open, my, I'm favorite gonna open shop. my own carpet shop. Is it called My Favourite Shop? It's called it's called Shepard's Rugs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is it male Shep or femme Shep? Uh, well, we're blokes, so it's going to be male Shep, because okay. I'm not opening that can of worms. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Um, right, so I'm going to rule out a couple for starters. Okay. Let me know if you think I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's rule out Jack for the very start. I don't think she'd be a very Not the right employee. temperament for retail. Definitely not. I don't know. I think she'd do the hard sell pretty well. No. I think as soon as someone goes, I'd like to bring this rug back. Um, why? Um, it's yeah, just get blasted across the room. Exactly, yeah. You can't, you can't have that in retail. You need cool heads. But... After Mass Effect, she's like been working with the kids, like the, who are the biotics. She's calmed down a bit. I think she's potentially like that fiery one who's like, she's she's top of the sales board. I need mm. to go and play the good three Mass Effect games again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this doesn't happen. I think... It should do. This is the next bit. It should be like Mass no, Effect I'll, Sims. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll put the Mass Effect Andromeda disc in, but I'll just imagine opening a shop and that'll be a far more enjoyable experience. Um, fair dues. So, so Jack's out. So you said you were going to go a couple. Jack, Jack, Grunt and Rex as well. I don't think you want any of them, either of them anyway. They, they're yeah. just not, they, they don't scream retail to me. They're also literally going to take up a bit too much space. Yeah. Okay. So get rid of you, Caden as well. Caden. Because he's an arsehole. And obviously if she survives. Also, Caden is dead. Caden yeah. dies in really early game, on in all my playthroughs. Yeah. 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 Um, heroically I hate, I hate to say this <laughs> I don't think Garrus is right for this either oh come what? on he's definitely no. I don't know I think Garrus would I wouldn't be... employ Garrus in my shop let me put it that way you'd always go for a beer afterwards 100% are but... you sort of racist about giant bird people yeah no of course not but um, okay so I'm going to throw some names out there that I think would work <clears throat> I think you want Joker involved in this I don't know if you push him over, all his bones would break. Yeah, he okay, wouldn't well, be able to. Don't go push him. How often is that a that factor in shopping? In shop work, <laughs> because it's a carpet shop. So I just like to say, you've really, <laughs> you've really helped me today. But I do have to say, I'm just worried that if I pushed you over, all your bones would break. So I'm going to take my business elsewhere. Thank you. No, no, no. He's he, no, no, not not as a customer. If so, look. I'm always pushing over my he's, stuff. He's you need not someone who can lift. Me. He can lift, lift a you know a six foot Persian rug. Exactly, and Joker can't because he's got brittle no, bone syndrome. But he can sell carpets. Can he though? Sell? Yeah. Can he sell? Yeah. Also, What's he, he, sold? he would spend all his time in the back room with Eden. fucking his robot. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I think, well, what's he sold? I don't know. He's got the banter. He's got what I look for in, shot, in, in sales assistance. I have seen no proof that he could sell anything. He's got, you know, you can have a conversation with him. He could talk to anyone. I don't think there are many people on in any of the Mass Effect games that I have the same feeling about. <clears throat> okay, so Miranda is an interesting one for me. Mm. Okay, if you've got Joker, Miranda can use her biotics to lift things, I suppose, because you do need someone that can lift but things. But also, yeah. sh- male Shep, yeah. good, good-looking guy, Yeah, if you go for default. Yeah, uh, Miranda, good-looking girl. Yeah, You've basically got a bit of eye candy for both genders. Yeah. yeah. You should never go work in a shop, Tom. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the year 3000 and something. Let's yeah. move past that. We've, we've moved past it in the year uh, 2000, I think, to be fair. So just uh, maybe... Um, Is that not good? Is that not... No, you don't just employ people because they're good looking. No, but Miranda... Is intelligent and good enough at project management that she basically res- she basically runs the entire project that sees. I'm going to turn your mic up because I can't hear you through the backtracking. Yeah, that sees <laughs> that sees millions and millions and millions of credits being poured into resurrecting Shepherd. I think she's got good business sense, and I think she's the kind of person that would go, "Why did you buy that?" That but, would be the thing. No, no, she, no. She would bamboozle people because she's so smart and like forty steps ahead of everyone and stuff like that. She would. She'd basically be able to sell anyone to anything. She'd basically end up with people going, why aren't I buying this? I don't think I'd employ Miranda, personally. Okay, I'm just discussing the various merits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the one that's painting me as a colossal... You you um, said the words eye candy. Yeah, about the man and the woman. Yeah. I would love it. It doesn't matter. You if can't... someone's going to come to me, like some someone is going to go, like, oh, I can't believe you said that about women. It's like, I'm saying it about men as well. Got a, and got a boy a one as well. There's a boy one as well. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you wank to, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Um, um, Morden crossed my mind briefly. He's, he's a prick, though, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I would go Legion and Tali. Legion? Tali might be quite interesting. Tali would be great. I mean, she's from like a sort of... Uh, Oh, you, know, you get the impression that the uh, they're they're quite good sort of barterers and traders, yeah. living on those ships, having to sort of eke out. I reckon she she'd make amazing patchwork quilts, which would be like an unexpected <laughs> hit. Mm-hmm. Like yep, everyone wants possibly. one of them yeah. on their bedspread. Surely, yeah. let's go. Let's, so I, I would replace Joker with Tali. I'd be willing to. Do, I'd, yeah. yeah, I'd be happy with that. You'd be willing to do that, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because also, actually, she's... They're, they're always going on about like the Quarian, um, like outfits and yeah. things, aren't they? Yeah. So they're obviously very good at sort of textiles and things. That's so, what I mean. Patchwork yeah. quilts, patchwork quilts. You know, seat cushion covers, <laughs> pillowcases. I'm slightly do concerned. Yeah. Spreads. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, a nice line in. You know, those like, kind of, like multicolored sort of velvet things with like mirrors sewn into them, like little blankets, like go over a box. Yeah, yeah, she'd be great at making those. They must still have them in the future because everyone's they going must. on. They yeah. have to, yeah. no, because they've still got all the. They've still got shit poetry, so they must have shit boxes and like, mm. like shitty, like you know those things where people go, oh, "I'm a hippie." That's mm. why I bought this. You know, and you're just like, oh, "You're not a hippie, though, are you?" People, Be- that, people that wear hemp, go, yeah. hemp hoodies. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Just stink when it rains. Yeah. Um, I imagine that uh, Le- Legion. Legion is basically a, a walking security camera, anyway. So he's mm. going to be a pretty good loss prevention officer. But uh, loss prevention is the first thing to go if you've only got. Are we counting him people? as dead? What happened uh, in our in this one? Did did we resolve? If we resolved the Quarian Geth War. Then Legion's dead. 
If we didn't, I think he's is he? Dead. I can't remember that. Oh, why damn is it. he dead? Because that means my other my other suggestion would be dead as well. Why? Why that? is Legion dead? I can't remember. Because he he can't. In order to end the Geth War, he has to upload himself manually back to the Geth, which means destroying the unit, uh, that he's the, yeah. the body that he's occupying. Mm. He basically has to allow direct code transfer of all of his... So he's got if 1100... we want Legion working in our shop, we have to keep a whole war going between two species. Well, basically, it needs yeah, it needs to have ended with probably a Geth victory. <laughs> so, which, mean, <laughs> which means... Which no means Tarly's out Tarly's anyway. like the last Quarian. She won't be speaking to you at this point. Um, if she's helping you, it'll be grudgingly. Wiped out her species because you really wanted that oh, robot remember that to work time? in the shop. Yeah. Remember that time you consigned my entire species to genocidal death? Yep, yep, remember that. <laughs> yeah. yep. Um, yep, 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 yep. Thane would have been my choice, but he's dead as well. He's too sexy. Yeah. Too sexy. No, I a think frog. he can talk. I think he can, he's smooth. He can talk to customers. I he's reckon. got such a great voice. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. Mm. But he's he's very dead by that point anyway. Oh, he did. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> so, we're, not, we're not going for Space Racist Ashley. No. No, God. No. The last thing you need... You do not want... ...is a potential HR issue. Yeah. Ashley, we've <laughs> yeah. talked about the signs about who is and isn't welcome. Yeah, yeah. You have to take that down. But by the end of Mass Effect 3, she's not a Space Racist anymore. Just a regular one. <laughs> just a, yeah, just a regular one. Yeah. She's like a recovering space racist. Yeah. We we haven't mentioned Jacob. No. No. Because he's boring. Yeah, no, he's really dull. He's right. I love Jacob, by the way. He's one of my favourites, but I don't think he's right. In that case, you have no idea what makes a good character. I know. Will you shut up? Just, I, know, I know what makes a good shop sales assistant. I'll tell you that, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is your specialist it question. It kind of is, yeah. yeah. This is your specialist question. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think we're getting we're beginning to sort of centre ourselves on. So tally, we like tally. Um, if you accept that Shepard's going to do the heavy lifting, yeah, because because rugs are heavy. Because yeah. otherwise, you're going back to either I think Garrus would be able to do some heavy lifting, or Garrus definitely would. Grunt yeah. or Rex potentially. I think Shepard does the heavy lifting. Yeah, okay. I think then Tally. Tally's there because, like as Russ said, she's got the sort of bartering, mm. the trading. She's she's quite cute as well. She's got a really lovely sense of humour. She's always got a good sense of humour. I love I love like those drunken conversations mm. you have with Tally when she like almost passes out and stuff, and she's like, you know, she's just saying silly things. So I, who, I just who, always who like she's quite a quirky character. Um, I don't know, not Joker. I think you need. I think you need someone else. With a bit of banter. I think there's someone else. And it's not Jacob. I think, actually, for me, you, you want that kind of... You, you want a kind of um, Black Books kind of like... Sort of like quirky, sort of eccentric boss. So I'll take the space racist. You're taking <laughs> my... Ashley? Yeah, but she's not a space rapist. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Faux pas. Yeah, if you see that on a CV, definitely don't. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I'll either take the space racist... Or um, what's the um, what's the guy that's in the um, Zane? Which one's Zane? Is it Zane? Zane, the guy, the guy who was in the in the DLC. In the DLC, is he like the bounty hunter? Yeah, guy? yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, well, quite, quite intimidating. Like. I don't yeah. think you want him in 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 this line of work. I don't know. I think he'd, he'd chill the fuck out after the after the reapers. <laughs> You'd hope he would. Yeah, I'm sorry, Zane. You just didn't make it through the probation period. Is he called Zane? I don't know. Or Zeke or... Yeah. Um, Is that I'm going to go back on myself. I think Garrus, actually. I'm taking Garrus. 
Oh. The more I think about it, the more I like Garrus. I think um, he's got the right temperament for difficult customers. I was going to say, and actually for yeah. store security, someone like Garrus is quite a quite a boon. Yeah. I'd say I store security is not something you'd be overly worried about in a carpet shop, I'd imagine. But it's on the Citadel. People stealing carpets left, right and centre? No, but you might get a bit of trouble. Yeah, but then that's dealt with by the Citadel security. But not always by CSEC. Because if CSEC managed to sort out their problems, there would never be anything for Shepard to do. No. In any the, of that's, the games. That's the other thing. Um, in, in that kind of low-level potential issues, Shepard could probably handle himself. Also, don't forget, by this point, even though it is just as the Shepherd, as the Sistel's being rebuilt, the refugee problem is pretty big. Okay. <laughs> There, there's there's a lot of refugees uh, on the Citadel still. Are we, are we going back to oh, Ashley and how slightly, we're used? slightly concerned where this is Who going? Not allowed. All I'm saying is it might be like Folkestone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm taking Garrus, um, not for the reasons that Tom's taking Garrus. Okay. <laughs> like, joking, joking, obviously. Oh my God. <laughs> the last podcast <laughs> <laughs> it won't be just cut out anything that you're too pussy to uh, put up <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway okay so that's good I think what Tally and Garrus yeah they're our business partners sounds good brilliant yeah. we've opened our rug shop and everything goes really well yeah yeah cool uh, but someone's stealing who is it <laughs> probably Shepard probably Shepard um, yeah. You go back, he's just got piles of rugs. <laughs> Stealing rugs. Yeah, <laughs> just shitloads of them. Um, have you seen Shepard? Yeah, why? He goes, well, he owed me some money, but it's all right because he paid me in a rug. Yeah. Yeah. You go up to his front door and all you can hear inside is Rugland. <laughs> Rugland! And just this nice, soft, squishy noise. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rug World. <laughs> anyway. Hmm. Oh, there we go. Good. Uh, who's next? Dan. Okay. I don't know. You're not saying words. No, I know I'm not. <clears throat> Holy shit, we're 46 minutes Yeah, in. that's why I'm, I'm trying to pick the next one carefully. One more each. Keep it snappy, keep it snappy. Okay, 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 right. Thundercats, what happened there? <laughs> they are half human, half cats from another planet. Um, <clears throat> the story is ridiculous because I read up on it. Uh do you know the story of Thundercats? It's not Earth, is it? It's like a planet. No, they, they moved to a planet called Earth Three, apparently, though. Because right? I don't know what happened to Earth Two, uh, but um, to Earth One, they I think it's called Thundera. They, they the planet they come yeah. from. Yeah, um, and they live in a giant cat fortress. They do, which is on Earth Three, <laughs> yeah. which is where they moved. They were put in stasis, um, and Lionel, um, something went wrong in the stasis. So Lionel has the he mind of a cat, mind of a twelve-year-old. In the body of a twenty-four-year-old, he's got the mind of a twelve. That yes. really changes the whole thing. I know, thing. right? I didn't know that. That's super creepy. So, like, um, he he was he's tech, he's meant to be the same age as Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat in that. And apparently, it's like snarf, often snarf. it's apparently often missed in, in the. And so, Thundercats, what the fuck's going on there for starters? Half human, half cat, aliens. That is really disturbing. That he's like yeah. a child trapped in Hang an on. adult's body. So he's been in stasis. No, they, they were all in stasis, so, and something went wrong with his stasis. So he was technically younger than the other Thundercats. Why were they in stasis? When they were uh, moving uh, from uh, Thundera, or whatever the planet's called. Um, so how, did, how did they end up on this new place? Well, they needed to find a new home. Why the are they the only people there? Then, Well, I don't know. But then you've got, oh God, what are they called? The mutants, I think they are, that they're chasing are they, them. Are they the Golgothrinch and Beark? <laughs> 
all the rejects um, of the society. So just they fired at Earth. Get and rid they, of all the telephone sanitizers and marketing executives. They're after the 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 sort of omens which has the eye of thunder in. I've read up on this today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a bit weird. So my next question is: Is Thundercat set way in the future, and is Cat from Red Dwarf something of like a godlike figure that ends up on their <laughs> planet to set up set them up? Like it. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the question was, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's so weird, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't know. I was confused about it already. Yeah. You've now, uh, it's re- that is really messed up. Yeah. That's really strange. So I've never thought about him having like the mind of a 12-year-old. <clears throat> so it's like, it. like the stasis felt like his body aged, but his mind stayed yeah. the same. That's just like really sad as well. He's been robbed of like 20 years of his life. Yeah, but it makes it kind of like big. <laughs> Like it completely changes the uh, the storyline of Thundercats. So is he like incredibly like <laughs> horny and aroused by <laughs> you know the female one, the Chitara, Chitara, there the, you go. the only lady, the yeah. only who, lady who's yeah. apparently old enough to be his mother. Yeah, who is definitely sleeping with her back against the wall every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought she had a relationship with with uh, Tiger. Was his name the one that's a tiger? Uh, I can't remember. No. There is a character in Thundercats that goes schnarf schnarf, isn't That's there? Snarf. Yeah. That's Snarf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's an, who's an, an actual name. cat? Yeah, but but talks. But is a talking cat? that's a bit gimpy. Yeah, <laughs> just it's, it's it's Thundercats is weird. So is he is he enslaved by them in some sort? Is he a gimp? I, I, I mean, is, is he the? You gimp? know what? Right, there are. Thundercats fans, I'd imagine, are a lot like Transformers fans, which is... I imagine there's a lot of crossover in those which, I'd imagine they are quite angry listening to the amount we're getting wrong right now. But at the same time, I don't give a shit, and our version is way more fun. Actually, he's 13 in the body of a 26-year-old. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> How's that better? <laughs> so, although it has to say, yeah. Cool Sword... Yeah, that grows. That grows. Which is now which is, which is much a more like a metaphor <laughs> yeah, for like it's adolescent, adolescent yeah. penis <laughs> constantly getting a stiffy when it's not needed. Thunder! 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 Cats! Yeah. Oh, 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 not again. I'm not going to be able to leave maths for an hour. Don't come in! <laughs> yeah. Do you remember ever get, do you remember getting bonus in class and being like, I really hope the lesson doesn't end right now because if everyone has to leave, I'm going to have to walk out How many times at I a wish? 45 degree angle. <laughs> I wish this jumper was long. Yeah, and more baggy. (laughs) I wish it had sleeves. Just putting your jumper down, and they're just being what looks like a marker pen. I just like carrying my bag around the front. (laughs) No, don't throw anything to me. (laughs) Funny. Are you looking up Thundercats, Russ? Yeah, it's fucked up, man. It's weird, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, Thundercats. What's going on there? Please tell me on the wiki. There's just loads of like citation needed markings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's 12 in the body of a 24 year old citation needed <laughs> so fucked up but okay they've also got a really cool kind of like Land Rover yeah like sort of moving I can't remember what base. the car was called oh I don't know it's awesome though isn't it like, yeah. they all get into it like two of them are in the paws yeah, one of yeah. them's in the head one of them's at the butt or whatever <laughs> Schnarf is Schnarf's in the butt <laughs> yeah, ball gag <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you get in there Schnarf it just like sort of, <laughs> sort of straps him into a chair yeah. that's it that's where he stays for the whole thing <laughs> yeah, bring out the schnaff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take him back to schnaff's old room. Just that's weird. I think my real question is, who came up with that? Oh, I don't know. It's fucking. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like um, the thing is though. Like, let's let's take this to the other set. Like, what the fuck's going on with 
like He-Man. Yeah, He-Man was going to be my other choice. Yeah, He-Man is weird as well because they've literally got a talking a skeleton a skull on a rippling like sort of you know fifteen pack like he's fucking like ripped body. Yeah, and a skull, and yeah. he goes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll get you next time, He-Man. Yes. There's a lot of similarities between yeah. Skeletor and Mumra, isn't there? Oh, oh Mumra! I fucking yeah. forgot that. That's the enemy. Is that, mu- is that one of those ones where they it's just like Mumra. nicked yeah. it from each other? And yeah, changed he, he loved he, like eight I was rubies or something. Like GI Joe and Action Man yeah. were copied from each other, weren't they? Mumra. Yeah. Well, and he 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 was sort of in a pool or something. I remember. Yeah, and he had like got super powerful, but he looked. Yeah, he was just a mummy, wasn't he? That's a weird choice, wasn't it? For Mumra. Oh, and I suppose cats. Egyptian. Uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. you could go down that route. But, but they liked cats, didn't they? Yeah, they didn't try and kill them for the sort of omens. That didn't happen very often in Egypt, from what I understand. Um, but... Oh, mate, I'm totally... I'm tortured. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know what to... I just wanted to... I kind of just wanted to bring up Thundercats and how weird it is. <laughs> like, I just look at... Because I was desperately trying to... I had nothing this morning. I was desperately trying to find something. So Thundercats. And I looked and went, what the fuck is going on with this? This is mental. Awesome, though. Russ is still looking on the wiki page by the looks of things. Looking at pictures of Mumra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, looks like a, he looks like a um, like a Mortal Kombat character. He really does. Yeah. He really does. So, yeah. I don't so know. weird. So, so weird. what's happening with Thundercats? And is it possible that Cat is their long distance and is an ancestor of this. I, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm reading up on the Thundercats wiki tonight. Yeah. I, I want to know what's going nuts. on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to find out more about what's going on. Yeah. Right, well, there we go. So, who's got another question? Russ. Uh, yes. Uh, what are we going to go with? Okay, so... Um, Valve announced that they've actually been making games all this time. They're about to release... Half-Life 3, and it's perfect. Mm. What would you want in your ultimate special edition box when you go to buy it on pre-order? Dan, because you're an idiot... Half-Life 2. You can count <laughs> You can count this question as being about The Witcher 4. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's perfect. And you can have whatever you want. <laughs> um, because you're an idiot. <laughs> So I know you're quite a big fan of a pre-ordered box set. No, I'm not. You've got you've got a Master Chief helmet. You've got no, I don't. Night vision goggles. Yeah, I've got night vision goggles. <laughs> yeah. Did, didn't you have the remote control car as well? No, I never got the remote control no, car. No. no. You had the chainsaw controller for Resident Evil Four. Though, I had the you? chainsaw controller. Do you, do you have one of those disappointing bags from um, Fallout? No. Uh, thingy. Seventy six. No, I don't know. Tom Tom's got more like pre-order statues than I do to it's be fair probably true <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably true so you can only have you can only have uh, one thing but it can be like pretty incredibly special <laughs> and it can't just be like a lot of money it's got to be something related to the game I <laughs> want a lot of money it's the wankest thing that's not what you want you want something cheap and shit in it <laughs> you right, I'll, I'll, I'll buy the I'll buy the £150 pre-order because it comes with £2 million in cash <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't have something I mean, like I buy that. that. It's got to be something related to the it's game. Got to be something, yeah, it's got to be like a promotionalising race game. But it, I mean, it can be beyond reality spectacular. Okay. Cool. I mean, well, if it's Half Life 2, you want a fucking. Oh, it's Half Life 3, sorry. You want a working gravity gun <laughs> or that, a zero point energy. That would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty awesome. Or if it was just like based in reality, I would want a uh, replica of the crowbar. 
mm. full metal, but Ooh. just just at the very bottom is a little orange Lambda logo. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty awesome. Just, literally just a crowbar. With, with you know those like Force Effects lightsabers come with those little wall mount, like mm. the hilt holders you just sort of rest them in. It's got to come in something like that that holds it up at a, a cool your, angle. Your wall-mounted crowbar. I want a wall-mounted crowbar. <laughs> I want a wall-mounted crowbar. That's it. And the backdrop is a really cool... Um, sort of replica of a city 17 brick wall mm. with the lambda spray logo spray painted on it or like set on or like one of the bits of uh, combine propaganda that would be fucking awesome yeah that would be nice that would be so cool i would like like not even actually in response to this question i would like a set of combine propaganda posters as That's prints really that cool. would be awesome that must be available on etsy somewhere yeah i'm going to go and look for that not yeah. just etsy but we can fucking make that ourselves I mean, you know, we get sued, but no, no, but you can make it for yourself. You know mm. what I mean? I'm not saying like you can make it. Yeah, but... might, I might actually do that. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. There are some really good bits of artwork from mm. that. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, can I choose uh, Portal Three instead to you keep can do. the valve? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like a Glados in a potato. Oh, like that fun- is functioning great, that yeah. you can like argue with. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. brilliant. Th- th- kind of that is a great idea. Like get him to team up with Alexa or something. So but it talks she, like she is programmed though. to sort of despise you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Excellent. and but so he's in a potato so you, and can so do fuck all about uh, it. Kind of like Alexa, but always gives you the wrong information. That kind of thing. I, I love her line when she goes, "Fat all the time." You think yeah, you've, yeah. you think you've got problems? I'm a potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either that or Wheatley, obviously. But yeah, so like, but probably Glados in a potato. Most people lose weight in stasis, but you have somehow managed to tack on a few pounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Deploying surprise in three, two, one. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So a a working rogue AI. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. But bound to a potato. Bound to a potato. Yeah, and and do not integrate her with anything. It's rain, Daniel. It falls out of the sky. That's quite heavy, that's all. Holy crap. It probably probably sounds a bit louder because we are in a shed rather than a proper building. What the fuck, Bunker? We're in a bunker. Um, yeah, no, would you have any concerns about your potato GLaDOS somehow getting on the internet and destroying mankind? Potentially, yeah. I'm not, I'm, it would have to, it would be like, if set in the real world, it would be like something that always answers with something that, like, it's just voice activated and just says something mean back at you. Is it like a forever potato? Because yeah. the potato will rot over time. Mm. Uh, it would have to be not a real potato. Except for that. Or, or you, or... Un- unless you have a forever potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Commonly available tuber. <laughs> yeah. or, or the alternative would be... Excuse you me, get... sorry, is this a forever potato? <laughs> or it would be whatever... Because obviously Chell's uh, little experiment from the yeah. Bring Your Doors to Work day mm. uh, is a little unknown isotope from Daddy's work that she puts into po- the potato and it makes her potato you know her potato is the one that's like sprouted out and taken over half the enrichment center <laughs> like well, the, the other option would be you get all the kits to turn your potato into glados mm. so like and it's powered by the potato you say your potato like everyone just has their potato yeah like so well, it's just not like, a forever just, potato no, no, no just a regular what, what are you done with your potato lately just regularly your potato yes yeah, yeah so. what about yeah. also you a, and your potatoes <laughs> what about a replica of um, a can of Breen's Private Reserve mm. water would be quite cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. What would you choose, Russ? By the way, Half Life Three. I want a live tamed head crab. <laughs> you want like Lamar? Like, yeah, like Heady. 
but so de-beaked, de-beaked, yeah. and you know the worst friend, he might, friendly. The worst so, he might do is attempt to couple with your head fruitlessly, <laughs> fruitlessly. of course. <laughs> so, like it's a, it's a bit of a scamp, but it's not gonna zombify you. No. It will, however, jump into your teleportation uh, beam at exactly yep. the wrong moment, causing a... Oh, I can't remember what it is. It's in a state of constant quantum flux or something. Yeah. I can't remember what they say. <laughs> Science babble. Yeah. I think that'd be quite good for, for walking around the park, because like, from a distance, people would think it's a dog. But then it's a six-legged, sort of squashy mm. insect thing. Because they're quite... In Half-Life 2, they look a bit cuter, the head crabs. A little bit. They're a bit more... They're a bit bigger. They're, They're a bit, bit bigger and chunkier, aren't they? Yeah. They They're are. less less like insectile, yeah. more sort of fleshy. Yeah. That's so true. I, th- I think you can, I think I could learn to love that. Oh, that's sweet. What yeah. about hmm, No, that wouldn't be feasible. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hmm. Okay. What, what you what, Well, what no, what yeah. I want to hear what it what if it was um The Witcher 4. Okay. The Witcher 4, I want a horse called Roach. That's it. Either that or a Triss Fleshlight was my other. A Triss Fleshlight? <laughs> what? You mean with ginger pubes? Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, I don't know. Some like some like cooling gel in it as well to make it feel magic. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly not the first time you've thought about that. No, it so really you, is. So honest. you think having sex with a witch... <laughs> It's like putting your dick in Vicks vapor rub. Uh, maybe it's just like a bit tingly. Oh, that's magic! <laughs> and I think you should be given the choice of Triss or or, or Yen, obviously. Yeah, or Dandelion obviously. if you want. Oh, guys, guess right to the back of your nose, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's really? all runny. Oh. No one reacted to my original idea of a horse, so I had to pull the stops on that one. <laughs> that was smashing, and it has cleared my chest up a treat. <laughs> I will sleep well tonight. <laughs> Grim. Yeah. Um, right, Tom, your question. Okay, so you're on the uh, you're on LV426. Yeah. Okay, you're in Hadley's Hope. Yeah. Uh, you're waiting, uh, you know, for that 17 days before you're declared overdue, before the rescue party gets mm-hmm. sent out. Um, and you and Hicks, so it's you. Yeah. You're there. It's yeah. not, it's not, you are Ripley, but it gets to that point where Hicks decides to show you how to use the M41A pulse rifle. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's right. Got his arms wrapped around you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's it feels a bit tense and awkward. Yes, Tom. What do you say to Hicks? <laughs> oh my god! Seventeen days, right? Yeah. Um. Probably ask him to give like a working demonstration rather than like, like. Okay, but it, but that won't work. So he won't be able to show you what's going to happen. He won't be able to show you how it works unless he's like got his arms wrapped right around you. He's like this. He's he's holding. It, he's like there. He's got. He's he's just that little bit too close. What do you say to him? Oh well, then that's when I drop my tris <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I I. What do I say to him? I probably say, okay, wow, this is this is useful. Thank you very much. 
What do you say to him as the more concerned? Well, I want to hear what Ross wants to say. What, what would you do to break the tension? So are, are you Sigourney Weaver in this? No, you're no, you. You're you. you're you. He's uncomfortably close and you don't know why. Oh, I don't he's, know. He's already given you the... He's already given you the bracelet. He's insisted you wear it as well. So you're wearing it at this point and it's beeping. And the closer he gets, the more it beeps. I don't know if you could say anything. You might just have to like just sort of start backing up into him slowly and just to throw a little grind in there. Yeah. And you can feel you can feel something digging into the top of your thigh, but you're not sure what it is. Is it a grenade? (laughs) Yeah. Is it some other sort of weapon? And so he goes, "Uh, does that feel okay? Does the weight feel all right? What do you say to that? <laughs> I'm worried. I, I don't know what the answer to this is, Tom. I'm going to be honest. What do you say? This, this, either ends, this either ends with you sort of sitting quite far apart, looking cool at each yeah. other, or just wild fucking. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, I mean, whatever happens at this point dictates what happens for the next 17 days before rescue shows up. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? Yeah. I don't know. If he was really close to me, I think by that point he's got to be stinking a bit. And I think it's got to be a bit like... I don't. Yeah, but think I, I bet it's like overpoweringly musky. Every time you try and push away, he keeps saying, oh, I think the motion tracker's going off. Quick, I better finish the lesson. And you can't go anywhere. So you've got to, you know, do you, do you risk offending him and break out of his big strong arms? Or, or do you just I, go, or do I you think, tolerate him? Do you risk offending him by... Saying no, I'm not going to let you do this. I think I'd want to be he's in his big doing strong arms. He's just showing you how to use a pulse rifle. It's his a dangerous situation. You. You've been through a lot. I think you just want to be held yeah. and be made to feel safe. Yeah, there we go. Even when he shows you how to slide the stock out, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just hold it like this. <sighs> gets really, just gets a bit too <laughs> close. Pulls it out. <sighs> Click. There we go. See that just slides into place there. Doesn't move. That's not gas. Not going anywhere. That isn't. Probably not. No. <laughs> so you no. just try pushing against that. It's not going anywhere. Nope. Yeah. Lovely. There you go. Um, okay, so it's made you guys feel pretty awkward. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've got more questions. You want to answer a couple of quick ones? How are we doing uh, for time? We We're on one oh six, and we've got some listener questions as well. Okay, let's, let's pop a couple of listener questions. Do out. you want to do them? Yeah. Or do you yeah. Want, yeah. Okay. Well, I think Should so. I save yeah. some of these then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. These are heating up tonight. Mm. Yeah. Hot ear. Got a hot ear. Yeah. <laughs> Got a hot ear. <laughs> what's that? What's that spray bottle for? Re- In case I get a hot ear. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. Jay Hatton uh, at Jay Hatton forty nine says, "Um, how on earth did Launchpad McQuack get his job? He wasn't a great pilot. Let's be honest. Mm. Which is a concern. Also, is a duck. Is a duck." Lacks maybe the manual dexterity needed to fly a modern aircraft. But point. Blue did a pretty good job in tailspin. Uh, bears have got; they don't have opposable thumbs, thumbs, but they're, they're pretty. They're pretty dexterous creatures. Yeah, they're not great in cockpits though. Cockpits, cockpits. I said cockpits. You said cockpits. <laughs> You've just got a cock on the brain, haven't you? <laughs> no, I said clock. Oh, clocks oh, on the brain. Do, you, do you think the front of a plane is just a big room full of clocks? Is it not? The big, the big TikTok room. Yeah, it's not a clock, it's a radar. <laughs> um, I, I think he's got something on Scrooge McDuck. That would be my suggestion. Like some pictures that he shouldn't have. I don't so know. He, I he, he just... didn't work. So Baloo, Baloo, Baloo had his, um, his, his seaplane, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. What did, uh, what did Launchpad fly? I think it was a biplane, wasn't it? Of course it was. I think so. I might be wrong. So my question would be, 
he is a duck. Why doesn't he just fly with his wings? Oh, because his job is to fly other ducks. Again. So, like... Why don't they all just fly? <laughs> I feel like I'm s- sucking the joy out of a cartoon here. Maybe maybe the point is, how does he keep his job? Maybe actually Russ has uncovered the point here. This guy, you know, this uh, this person is not asking us, like, how did he keep his job because the guy's inept at what he does. It's just more, how did a pilot who's been hired by a duck keep his job for so long? Because surely a duck eventually is going to go, I don't need this guy <laughs> to fly me around. I'm a duck. <laughs> Spending a fortune on business class upgrades. Yeah. My my big vault of money is getting lighter by the day, and it's for literally no reason. I can take off mm. from water. I don't need a guy with a seaplane or so a biplane. I think we can basically just decide that he's absolutely pointless. He's an utterly pointless character. Unless, of he's, course, he shares Scrooge McDuck's obvious right-wing tendencies, considering he made most of his money so from slave trades. He crashed, he crashed a lot of planes. So I think he's kept in a job by... Um, being able to destroy any evidence that Scrooge McDuck needs him to destroy. Yeah, or maybe maybe it's like a bit of a tax fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> so every time every time there's a plane written off, it sort of goes through the books as being worth ten times what it actually is. Yeah. Interesting. So he's actually so bad at what he does that it's just par for course. Yeah. Well, this guy's terrible. Like he's a yeah. terrible. Yeah. Pilot. But Scrooge has yeah. found a way to just make money. Excellent. Out of it. Yeah. yeah that's that's that yeah. Um, he also asks, and this is one we've answered before, but we can answer it again. Uh, how much money does Scrooge actually have? Can't be that much in the money bin. Also, how does he not smash his face, break his neck when diving in? Well, I mean, he, he should do. So I list, re-listened to this episode, and our, our solution was that the money's not real. That it's like all foam money, basically. Yeah. Well, that's what, I mean, if you're going to be diving into it, that's what you'd want. And we know that the figure is some ridiculously like. I mean, it's well, like so somebody yeah. worked like they calculated the volume and, and like it's if beyond it's, a tri- if solid gold coins. It's more than a trillion. It's like it's you yeah, know, it's an insane amount of money. Insane amount of money. He's really rich. I, I mean, obviously in Family Guy, they they showed Peter jumping into a big yeah. pile of money and he literally just breaks his entire body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just hurling yourself onto metal. So absolutely. Previously, we discussed that it was um, it was all phone money. And that all his money is tied up in property. Yeah. Which and illicit slave trading. Yeah, which with the evidence being destroyed by... Um, Launchpad McQuack, yeah. or whatever his name is. Next one. All right, what's next? <laughs> next Who's next? Uh, Dark Horse Dan. At Dark Horse Dan 1. He is also on the Adventure Authority podcast, which mm-hmm. you should listen to. It's very, very good. Um, what's inside a Pokeball? Are they kept in a state of stasis, or is it a pocket dimension with its own room with toys and such? No, He's... no, no. It's just a ball. You take that animal <laughs> and you fold it up and you crush it <laughs> yeah. down to the size of a tennis ball. Is Pokeball technology based on the same trap technology used by Ghostbusters? No, because that only works on ghosts. It does. I just thought so. Pokeball. It's like a classic like bag of holding type. Yeah, thing. I think it's, it is. It's a, uh, you know, it's. I think pocket dimension. They just go sort of somewhere elsewhere. The yeah. uh, the interface is is you shouting their name. Yeah, um, which is similar to a bag of holding, actually. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. So you, so you you visualize what it is you want to take from the bag of holding. Oh right, yeah. yeah. But you don't have to shout, healing potion. I no. call you. No, um, that's the shittest Pokemon ever. And well, yeah, I think they must be in stasis because otherwise they'd die. Yeah, either that or they're just happily I, running around. I I don't know. I think no, I I like think they're just like floating in some extra dimensional void. Oh, I mm. quite like the idea that there's like a it's like an apartment. Yeah, like they go no, in th- and it's there. They can have a drink. Actually, I, th- I think they're kept fully conscious and awake, and all that's around them at all times is just a screaming void of nothingness, <laughs> slowly sucking away their sanity. 
So that, that leads to the next question he's asked, which is, furthermore, could the Ghostbusters treatment of ghosts be considered inhumane? Oh, that's uh, a good uh, that's Many a good ghosts question. are intelligent beings. Is it far? Is it too far to lock them all up and contain them without trial? What's it like in there as well? Is the containment unit anything more than a gulag or glorified concentration camp for the post-dead? Yeah, it's always been a bit of a thing. Like, they don't really... Like, what are the ghosts? The ghosts aren't really causing any problems most of the time in Ghostbusters. No. What like, about that one that drives the taxi? Obviously, the uh, like the big <laughs> bats. Yeah. The, the blowjob like, one gets to stay. Yeah, out, though. <laughs> yep, she can stay. Most of them, most of them, are just sort of bimbling about, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then, do you lock like um, well, um, what's the face? Uh, is it Goza? Goza the Gozarian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not a ghost, is that's a that's a demon, isn't it? That's, yeah, you don't lock them up in a containment unit. I thought it was Zool. Zool's in Zool. the first one. Yeah, Gozer's the guy in the painting. No, that's uh, Vigo. That's Vigo. Oh, who's Gozer then? Gozer, Gozer, is, Gozer the... is the god. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. But he, you don't ever see Vigo. Gozer. Is who's, Vigo. Who's the who's, who's the, Vigo? who's the lady then? She's Zool. She's, yeah, she is Zool. Zool. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So then Zool, you you you. You don't lock her up, do you? They didn't lock her up anyway. They just no, killed her. They yeah. blew her up. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it must be pretty tight in there. How? I mean, how much space does a ghost take? What was the first part of the question? Um, I will read it again. They never really worked out any sort of due yeah. process for the ghosts, did they? Is it is it inhumane in there? Is it humane in in the containment? The ghosts, they're dead. Yes. Yeah, but they clearly yeah. still have Con- fr- some kind know, of consciousness. consciousness. Yeah. Well, they well, the funny. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, they do say the containment units getting dangerously full. Exactly. Yeah. But I thought imply... it was a. I thought it was a almost limitless extra dimension sort of in there. But then that they do say it gets full, and then when the containment unit's destroyed, they're, they're released, burst again. out. Yeah. Don't they? So it's like they have been physically contained. Yeah. It's but, it's definitely just a a big box on the wall isn't it really? I do like the fact that the ghosts turn into orbs when they're caught yeah because of course that fits in with like what people believe when they see orbs on cameras yeah. and stuff mm. they're like oh ghost true true I, I think it might be a little bit inhumane like that there's a lot wrong with the actual ghostbusters and what they're doing inhumane might be the wrong might be the wrong word to use considering they're not technically living so inhumane refers to cruelty to living cre- living things no. Whereas ghosts aren't living, it's probably not particularly pleasant. But in you know, like they've they've been alive, they're not alive anymore. They're residual. So this is what would happen in in the Ghostbusters universe. In a few, a couple of years afterwards, you'd have like these sort of campaign groups, mm. like Rights for the Dead <laughs> yeah. campaign pressure groups, and like long op-eds in the Guardian about how ghosts are people too, and this sort of thing. Yeah, ri- written but, written by a, a a ghost campaigner. Just they they might have a point though. Yeah, I think you you know like, you'd, you'd end up like hopefully what we'd end up with is ghosts just sort of reintegrating into society. Yeah, definitely. Because if, yeah. if if they've got some form of consciousness, then then they have rights too. Mm-hmm. Unless they're being dicks about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like the, hijacking taxis. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, or eating all the food. Yeah, the Sclary brothers as well. They weren't pleasant. Well, and also just scaring the shit out of people really unkindly. What what was Slimer when he was alive? <laughs> I think I think a. a Someone who ate a lot, I think. Hmm. That's a weird one, isn't it? Because Slimer doesn't look like any of the other ghosts. No. No, he's just a funny looking thing, isn't he? Maybe Slimer was just always Slimer. Or maybe he's just a ball of ectoplasm. Yeah, yeah there might be like 
some of the stuff they do at the moment wouldn't really be ghosts as such. They might yeah. be sort of, yeah, like demons or just weird wibbly things. Yeah. Because then, but then the taxi driver's a ghoul. He's like, he's obviously quite a, a zombie or something. Mm. Yeah, and he's he's quite corporeal, isn't he, as well? Yes, and I imagine he stink, he kicks out a, quite a corporeal stink. Yeah, I'd imagine so as well. So, I mean, the, the real question that leads on from this is how did a ghost give a blowjob? Well, a ghost is ectoplasm. Yeah. So if it warms itself up enough, then it can, I mean, slime <laughs> if you warm it up enough. And like it opens it enough. his trousers, like flings open his belt. But yeah, but like it's probably like a poltergeist of some sort. It can create friction. That's all you need to do. Slimy friction. That's, That's a weird it. bit of the film. At no point did anyone go, should we just ditch that bit? In a kid's film. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I, the version I watched didn't have that in it because no, I watched the, the TV cut version. From the TV yeah, exactly, version. Yeah. Because someone went, watched that and went, no, nah, we're not going to put that on a three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I'll give you a really slime job. Age. Do you want a slime job? <laughs> yeah. uh, it sounds a bit unpleasant. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ivan, are you sure you want to keep this in there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to the storyline. Yes. yes. Does it though? Yes. <laughs> Vital character yeah, to yeah, Exactly, yeah. It stays in or I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm I'm quitting. <laughs> I would like it. Okay, in... the blowjob goes <laughs> <to> this. <laughs> if, if in the new one, I would like. Uh, if there's a scene where uh, Dan Aykroyd is kind of like just, just um, face first in his bed, and you see the the <laughs> you see you see the uh, the quilt come down, and just the ghost just peg the shit out so, of him. So it's so it's Slimer, <laughs> Sucker, and Rammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, you... what's he doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you can imagine, like you can imagine, like someone trying to earnestly. But it's a pivotal moment. It's a pivotal it moment. It makes sense. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a pi- it's 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 absolutely pivotal in the script. It's pivotal for me. It's like they didn't know how to get rid of how to finish the montage because it's like at the end of the montage where they're like and the Ghostbusters are popular now. So like, did they think that was a good way of like getting to the end of it? Or whoever like... was taking minutes in the meeting missed all the laughter afterwards. <laughs> like, blowjob ghost. <laughs> blowjob ghost. ghost. It's a, yeah, that's a good idea. That yeah, I'm putting that in. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, but yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm slightly concerned about the containment of ghosts in Ghostbusters. I'm with them, with Dan there. Fair dues. Mm. I mean, to be honest, once you start talking about stuff like you know rights, like mm. technically they have some sort of semblance of intelligence, then it evokes yeah. kind of feelings of Thomas was alone and the AI campaigners and stuff yeah. like that. You know, and that yeah, fair dues. It might, it can't be particularly pleasant for them, but at the end of the day, it's almost like. You know, would you want a rat in your loft? Would you want a rat in your house? But there are humane ways of getting rid of rats. Yeah, but most of them involve poison. Yeah. But it's still more humane than just locking them up all up in a uh, in a box. In your As for the question, is it like a gulag? No. <laughs> I don't no. think so. I don't think they're put to work in there. I think they're literally just stored in I mean, there. What, 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 could you usually, what could you usefully get them to do? Suck people off. It's a shame that they must generate quite a bit of energy. Well, yeah, evidently. <laughs> you can, well, to be honest, yeah, you could turn them into uh, like a power some source. sort of battery, couldn't you? Yeah. Some big kind of power source. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we okay, go. there we go. Any, any more? Any more for any more? <sighs> That's it, I think. I mean, I've got loads more, but I'll save them for next time. Nice. Um, right, yeah. Well, there we go. The what was it? The sixth edition, seventh edition, sixth. The yeah. sixth edition of searching questions on the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast has come to a close. Please have a listen. 
give us some comments and ask us some uh, some other questions and we'll make sure that we jot them down um, and uh, do them in the next time we do this on Searching Questions 7. Um, okay, well, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to follow us on any of our social media feeds, on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH. On Twitter, it's at TMTOOH. And on Instagram, our handle is at TMTOOH. And don't forget to take a look at our sister pod, Theatrical Cut, whom you can follow on Facebook, at Theatrical Cut. <laughs> is that right? At Theatrical Cut. And on Twitter, at Theatrical Cut. No, so it's Theatrical Cut pod on Instagram and Theatrical Cut on Facebook. Ah, oh, there we go. Close enough. And what are they covering at the moment? I have no idea. They haven't recorded it yet. Ah, fair dues. Well, (laughs) keep up the good work, Terry and Sonia. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye, Russ. Bye-bye. Goodbye, Dan. Oh, goodbye. And goodbye, me. Goodbye. Goodbye.